coming in two weeks. When I say Christian nationalist, I'm not talking about people who live and vote in alignment with their religious beliefs and who are willing to accept the results of democratic processes. I am talking about Christians who demand that the government use state power to enforce a version of Christianity on everyone. I want to understand why people use their religion as a reason to deceive others about historical events and public policy. I also want to understand how religious people carrying Christian flags justify interfering with the peaceful transfer of power on January 6th. Describe that way what do Christian nationalists want and what are they prepared to do to get it? He wants a society governed by biblical law, um, led by people who he can somehow see as anointed by God to be leaders. And I think he's prepared to do any, I think many of them are prepared to do anything. And actually it's not even just are they prepared to do it. They're convinced that, that biblically speaking, it's all right to do it. I mean, this is a movement that's, um, it's not a dispute over theology. This is not about, you know, what's the proper interpretation of Christianity. This is an organized quest for power. Um, and you can see it in their unwavering support for Donald Trump, who uh, David Barton in the run-up to the 2016 election, he called Trump God's guy. God's guy. This is a movement that's really about power by any means necessary, and they have not really strayed away from him, you know, wavered in, in their support for him uh, ever since. And in fact, when even before Trump's attempted coup, many religious right leaders um, uh, after immediately after the election, but before January 6th, were saying the election was illegitimate. All of these conversations, um, Christian nationalists, they glide over the fact that their vision requires literal physical violence uh, being done. I mean, when you look at, say, state establishments or earlier colonial establishments of religion, violence was was the tool for suppression of religious dissent. Um, Wolf uh, credulously just takes John Winthrop's and Cotton Mather's word when they say they weren't persecuting people for religious dissent, which is silly again. He's just like, oh, sure, they said they weren't persecuting anyone, therefore they must not have been. But if you read about the stories of, of Quakers and Baptists and nonconformists who had their tongues bore through, had their ears notched, uh, were executed, were hung, or, you know, you read those stories and you realize that maintaining a true establishment of religion requires massive state violence and the threat of massive state violence. Coming in two weeks, the podcast series, Telling Jefferson Lies. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.